Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's the After the Show podcast, precious. We don't care. We're about to swear on the air. It's the After the Show. So tune in if you dare. KVJ, get your skate every single day. It's uncensored. We can say what we want to say. Yeah, hello and welcome to the KVJ After the Show podcast. Welcome to it. It is National Serial Day today. Michael sent this email. He said, I was uh, watching the show Food That Built America on Hulu. It was originally on the History Channel. And it's got some pretty interesting stories on there. One about uh, cornflakes and how it all got going. Michael says, I learned that CW Post, who created Post Serial, stole Kellogg's cornflakes recipe Dang. while he was in Kellogg's sanatorium. Dr. Kellogg created to serve his mentally ill patients and never wanted to make money off of it. So while C.W. Post was recovering from mental illness, he stole the recipe and started Post Cereal. Kellogg's little brother was then pissed because his older brother, Dr. Kellogg, refused to commercialize his recipe or go after C.W. Post. So he bought the rights to the cereal from his older brother for $30,000 and began manufacturing it himself and destroyed Post Cereal. Huh. I think we talked about this a long time ago. This was in Denny's Random Facts and Weird and Whatever, and I think we brought it in here to KVJ as well. Kellogg had originally designed the cereal, I guess, to stave off the desires for masturbation. Yeah, we definitely talked about this before. You were here for this. It is a bizarre story. Yeah, because I guess the cereal's that bland and boring. Like, if you eat it, (laughs) just the last thing you want to do is jerk off. I said I disagree. Oh, I'm so bored from this cereal. What's it do? I don't know. Let's jerk off. <laughs> Let's do something to spice up life. Yeah. I, I, not the right strategy, my man. Let me milk myself. Yeah. <laughs> you jerk off more when you're bored. <laughs> so, uh, fun little fact there. Does KVJ like Post or Kellogg's? Uh, I'll go with neither. I like the cornflakes if I add enough bags of sugar to it. Yeah. I don't care for the corn flakes. I don't care for the frosted flakes. I'm not a flake girl. Frosted flakes, the Kellogg's, oh, they're great. Those are good. The, mm. the frosted ones, they're not my favorite cereal, but they are good. I love cereal. I don't like processed carbs. Well, you're so. not going to be a lot of fucking fun to talk to during this segment. I just no. don't, I don't get it with the cereal. Hey, let's have a cereal topic. Ah, fucking processed. And who eats that shit? Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Right. Pass me a drink. <laughs> yeah. Well, some of us love cereal. Some of us spend a lot of time in the cereal aisle. I did when I was little, but, you know, I kind of outgrew it. I don't know, man. There's something about eating a shit ton of cereal when you're really hungry. Okay. No, I get it. It's not your, you don't do it every day. 
You don't live under that umbrella, but a cereal party is just what the doctor ordered every now and then. Okay. I'll also pair it with some buttery ass toast. It's just, I mean, it's just not what I'm trying to do. It's sugary. It's carby. I just, I'm, I'm not here for it. No, we get it. You are a stick in the ass. We understand. <laughs> I'd like to stick you in your ass. <laughs> do you put your milk on the cereal or do you put your milk in the bowl first? Anyone that puts it in the bowl first, I don't get their strategy. I don't either. They say 11% of people will put the milk in the bowl before adding the cereal. That's weird. Yeah, 10% of people are assholes. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I'm uh, put it on, put the milk on there. Kinda, After kinda the cereal is yeah. in the bowl, yeah. Mm. I get a lot of shit for this. I think the vanilla almond milk is awesome, and people go, oh, it's so disgusting, bird. I think it tastes good. Oh, it's it, thick and good. It gives it a sweet, vanilla-y taste. I, I would argue it's better than just regular cow milk. No, the cow milk's gross sometimes. Yeah. It's all warm. Yeah, the almond milk's really good. Especially the sweet one. It is yummy, but you can tell, like, oh, this is not really good for me. People give me such shit. Anytime there's an almond milk, will creep into a video. Really, bird? Fucking almond milk? <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. I think it's good. I got some other uh, stats here about uh, people with food. Do you put ketchup on your fries or on the side, Bird? I, if they're cheese fries, I like to put them on top of my fries and then kind of take a fork and then get into it. Uh, and if it's just regular fries, I like to dip. You put the ketchup on the side? Yeah. Okay. It's hard to pick cheese fries. You know what I'm saying? Cheese fries mm. are great. Ketchup is gross. I love ketchup. I love cheese fries. The, but... You like the the cheese that is more liquid than the you don't like putting on sprinkled cheese. It's you, can, you can keep it. I like my cheese melted and gooey. I like the gooey kind of cheese. Mm. The you know you're in a lake full of cheese. Only nine percent of people put ketchup on their fries rather than on the side. That makes sense. So ninety one percent put it on the side. Are you if you, if you could just say shit this man. I'm going to eat whatever the fuck I want. Would mm. cheese fries even be in? Oh, yeah. You would like that, bro? Yeah, yeah. Cheese fries are so fun. Yeah. I definitely Crispy be in my cheese fries. Oh, they're wet from the cheese, but they're crispy on the edges. That's heaven. Do you, have a, do you have a style of fry you like the best? Yeah, I would say... I like the ones that the spicy fry, a little bit longer, the skinnier. I'm Cajun not, fry. Yeah, the, the ones that I seem to recoil from. I don't like a really thick fry. The steak fries, not as much. Crinkle cut, not as much. It's the skinnier, longer with good seasoning. Love crinkle. Steak fry is my least favorite, and you know why. Because a steak fry can sometimes get cold and gross and yeah, hard and not cooked right. in the middle enough. Yeah. <laughs> Curly fries are great. I love curly fries. The, curly fries are fun. They yeah. sell the Arby's style of fries. And I was on the microphone about two or three months ago just shitting on Arby's fries, saying they're terrible. The store-bought Arby fries, the curly ones this season, are delicious. Really? I stand corrected. Did I you put wrong. them in the air fryer? I did. And mm -hmm. I, I was wrong. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I was wrong. It takes a big man to apologize. Oh, yeah, I'm that's, wrong. That's bold. I'm wrong a lot. I was wrong at nine different times at nine o'clock hour today. Mm. <laughs> Thank you for your courage. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> they say 87% of people keep their ketchup in the fridge. 
That's us. 13% put it in the cupboard. I like a warmer ketchup. Comes out easier, but you have the pre-cum of ketchup that comes out. I hate oh. pre-cum ketchup. Or you always got to shake it. Pre-cum mustard's even grosser. No, that's why you always shake it. Uh, I hate when you... Sh- if, if Sometimes if you're not careful and you don't shake it, mm-hmm. you can get a little pre-cum mustard on your sandwich with a mustard flake. Ugh, it's gross. Terrible. Yeah. Mustard dandruff. Mustard dandruff and mustard pre-cum. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys smooth or crunchy peanut butter people? Crunchy, but I like both. I like both. It depends on what kind of mood I'm in. Sometimes I like to crunch, and sometimes I like it to slide down my throat. I'm with the witch on this one. Nah, I'm a moody bitch. I like a little crunchy, but I also like a little smooth. Yeah. I like to eat it with vanilla ice cream. And then so sometimes crunchy mm. is a nice contrast to the smooth creaminess of the vanilla. My mom would make the best peanut butter chocolate fudge, and I've been craving it so badly. I haven't had it in a, a few years, you know, because she passed away. But how many times are you gonna bring up your dead mom? <laughs> That's only twice, but we got another twenty minutes. I can I can work in a couple more. I'll I'll make you peanut butter fudge if you promise not to bring her up again. No, you, will you make that and then wear one of her nightgowns? <laughs> call, it, call it dead mom's fudge. Dead mom's fudge. <laughs> you think that would sell? I do actually. I think dead mom's think fudge. Can... Yes. Yes. <laughs> People, be a new product, Dead Mom's Fudge. There are morbid fucks out there just like me that would think it's amazing. <laughs> and you know the product's going to be on point. Oh, yeah. It's going to yeah. taste phenomenal because peanut butter and fudge might be the most perfect combo. It's kind of hard to fuck that up. Yeah. Peanut butter and fudge. If you fuck that up, you're a moron. It's kind of like a grilled cheese. It takes work to fuck it up. Oh, that'd be so good. So fudge a, is super easy to make? Is that what you're saying? Well, as an ice cream topping, you put uh, like a chocolate fudge with peanut butter, melt it down, and then pour it on ice cream. Oh, that sounds oh. great. I just say you got two ingredients that are, they're winners. And it, if you know what you're doing, I, I would just say it's hard to fuck up fudge. I'm uh, sure the process, you have to learn that. But once you get that down, putting peanut butter and chocolate should be pretty easy. It is. I made that chocolate bark over the holidays. I've been thinking about your party a lot. That bark <laughs> she made, that pizza that I never ate. I think about that pizza. That, I, and I remember some guy I didn't know was eating the last slice of that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you should have speared him. I was too drunk. I shouldn't have been there. <laughs> <laughs> I overserved you as soon as you walked in. Hey, it's Jay Bird. I love Bud's Chicken and Seafood so much. My mom, Aunt Anne, this was their favorite chicken place on planet Earth. And their sides are amazing over at Bud's. Their coleslaw, if you haven't had that, it's really, really next level. And their corn fritters. Dip those corn fritters in the Bud sauce or the bird sauce. Chef's kiss, baby. Hit up their website, Bud'sChicken.com. You can order online, Bud'sChicken.com. 60% 60% of people go smooth over crunchy. Fat Kevin care? Kevin would go, Fat Kevin went for the smooth. The reason was my mom always got the crunchy. And one day my next door neighbor, he had the Peter Pan's uh, creamy. And I had that and oh my gosh, I would just, uh, just seemed to melt in your mouth and slide right down the pipes. Your mom wouldn't switch it up from uh, crunchy to smooth? Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why, because maybe she thought it was healthier. I don't know. There was some kind of, 
little hang up on that. It's so funny. You can remember that moment where you ate that peanut butter and it changed your life. And the same thing happened to me when I finally ate a Big Mac as a little kid. I'd only gotten the Happy Meal one and mm -hmm. then ate a Big Mac. It, cha it changed my world. My next door neighbor had all that kind of stuff. I had massive food envy growing up. I was just so jealous. You know, as a little fat kid, you know, a lot of times you're jealous of other things. I was jealous of the food that he had. And he had the creamy peanut butter. They had uh, cupboards full of Chef Boyardee. Oh, oh my god! The gosh. ravioli, SpaghettiOs, yeah. all that kind of stuff. My mom would never buy that. All with the gray meatballs. Yeah, but back I was then, though, of that. gray meatballs were good for you back in the eighties. We thought so. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. <laughs> gray meat is never going to be good for you. <laughs> I don't think they ever changed either. They said, "Ah, eh, fuck it, we're going to keep them gray." It's shelf stable beef that can last for six years. But Kevin's <laughs> right, though. If you had a bunch of that in bulk mm. that was kind of fancy man it yeah. was yeah. Red, going to red lobster was a fancy big deal in yeah. my for a lot it of people that deal. i knew we yeah. never we never ever i never stepped foot in a red lobster because it was too fancy yeah it was too expensive when did it turn because everyone agrees back in the day it was fancy and then all of a sudden you're going to red lobster it's broke down I think it depends upon where you are and who you are, because if you go back to my hometown, going to Red Lobster and Olive Garden is still a big deal. You get dressed up for that. That's a, that's a big night out. Really? Yeah. Same thing in Kentucky, where my dad yeah. lives. The Red Lobster, the Olive Garden. If you tell my grandma you're going to those, she's putting on her good dress. <laughs> it is. Well, that's, that's five star. <laughs> like... That is, that's after church on Sunday, yeah. fancy outfit, fancy meal. I have noticed with Olive Garden, the older generation, we're talking, I would say 75 plus, they take Olive Garden fucking seriously. They do get dressed to the nines. Yeah. They go in groups. You can tell uh -huh. it means something to them. It's a big deal. It warms my heart seeing that. It's special. It yeah. is. It feels like it's fancy. It's nice. Still at a good price. That's everything you want. Yeah, when you're in South <laughs> Florida, they that. got all these other trendy restaurants. Is that what it is? To me, that's what it is from we my have perspective. too much access to better seafood. Like, uh -huh. if you come to South Florida and you go to Red Lobster, oh, pumpkin, you just don't know better. Well, back in the day, you're right, we didn't have all of those. We, you, we didn't have all that True, shit. True, we didn't. It yeah, wasn't could, the same. I could tell when I still go home. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a big deal. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, what's that one place, uh, Bob, is it Bob Evans? Yeah, y'all, y'all have I one was of them. Big. My dad took me there when it I went home. Was packed every time we drove by at any point during the day. Yeah, it, I, you're right. It, you could tell Bob Evans up where Kevin lives. They took it seriously and respected it. And eighty percent of the people have biscuits and gravy. That was not that mm. long ago. That was four months ago, or whenever I went to Ohio. Yeah, yeah, I, I went. I was up there over Christmas, with Dad, and he took me to Bob Evans, and I couldn't believe it. we got these two massive meals, and it was like twelve dollars. <laughs> no. like, what? What? That that's in the same parking lot as that fancy ass Walmart, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On that, all kind of that area. Yeah, that's big there. <laughs> I know Logan. You can, you can't do Logan in a day, Virginia. Well, they had you know <laughs> I could. The the Queen and I we always yeah you, you you could actually do Logan in an hour. <laughs> in fact, you still have fifty minutes to spare. I just love saying you can't do Logan in a day. Yeah, <laughs> and that's a lie. <laughs> it's a bold faced lie. <laughs> it is definitely a lie. <laughs> yeah, so the Queen, we always get that uh, millionaire's bacon that they've got at uh, Twin Peaks. It's kind of the bacon they put, you know, a little whatever maple bacon. Brown sugar. Yeah, yeah. It, it's so good. So I, I saw that they had that on the menu. 
what was it, like a millionaire's club bacon or something like that. And I was like, oh, that's pretty good. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'll get it. They just had a plate of bacon and they just took over a shit ton of syrup and just poured it on top of it. Oh. And it was, oh, it was so gross. <laughs> I was like, Dad, I'm sorry, man. I can't do this. <laughs> that's how people who love to eat, that's how they eat their bacon. Oh, it's so <laughs> gross. It was like a bacon soup. And syrup. That's a that, that's a popular thing. People love that the syrup and the bacon. Yeah. Some people do that with uh with pancakes or waffles. They'll take them bacon chunks and mix it in the batter. I don't hate bacon in my waffle or pancake. I like the idea of putting chunks of what you like in that batter and just cooking that bitch. I like making a pancake taco. And make the pancake like the taco shell and then load it up with cheese and egg and mm. sausage. Make that thing real wet. I like mm. the concept. Hate your ingredients, but I love the concept. <laughs> Got uh, some other emails here. Eric and Sebastian said, I'm calling out soups. Suits is wrong. The proper pronunciation of Coco K is not key. The RCCL slogan is enjoy a perfect day at Coco K. Oh, Damn. oh, here he's already in here. He's I, got I hate to make on. Eric look bad. Yeah. Um, but suits, bring it. So here bring is it. a press release on royalcaribbean.com announcing yeah. Perfect Day. Yeah. And I'm going to show this to the camera, highlight uh-huh. it on the bottom of the first page. It took me 10 seconds to find that. Uh-huh. It yeah. is pronounced Coco Dash Key. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh. Royalcaribbean.com. Yeah. You know what? Suits is going ahead and just tell him to go fuck himself. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> you, you just mic dropped his head. I can Look, tell I only, Yeah, I, I know this for certain because I've been corrected 15 times on cruise ships calling it Coco K. Yeah, it's right. key. Okay. So, yeah, don't don't fight. Yeah. This is Suits's wheelhouse. This is the man. one thing I know. One thing. Don't challenge <laughs> don't this play. man on anything cruise ship. Look, I love Dickie Kevin, but Dickie Suits is fun. I'm hey, so happy. I get defensive when I know that I'm right about something, and Good. that says Coco Key on that. You defend RoyalCaribbean.com. Swing that dick, Suits. <laughs> Swing it. Let's see that thing. Put it on the table. <laughs> All right, I think I'm good there. Hit Kevin with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bam. Don't you hate that though? People call you out. Kevin will get it, and the person calls you out is so fucking wrong. Yeah, yeah. They'll do that, and then they'll call you dumbass to double down. <laughs> That's the yeah. one thing and that gets me so annoyed more than mm-hmm. anything is when I know I'm right and somebody calls me out. I'm like, if you just Google it, it's you, right there. You gotta yeah. ignore it. But if you don't ignore it, that means you didn't get any sleep the night, the night before. Nah, just swing your dick. <laughs> don't ignore it. Stand right. up for yourself. Fuck it. All caps. <laughs> uh, Dana sent this in. Uh, it was a passive aggressive call him out. And the Loxahatchee Acreage Facebook group got flooded with opinions on the new Lewis Prime Grill. This is the new restaurant on Indian Town Road. Not sure. Lewis's Steakhouse or Lewis's Prime Grill? Maybe that's different. Lewis Prime Grill. All right, that is different. There's a new Lewis's Steakhouse. Okay. Do you want to ask some more questions? You didn't answer. I'm just looking for clarity, you dick. (laughs) I'm going to swing my dick and hit you in the forehead. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. 
In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. A lot of people going off on just how expensive it was. And, you know, this is... Uh, Loxahatchee and the Acreage, they're, they're kind of going through it right now. They are in the... Uh, uh, they're going through a lot of change. In fact, I, I saw like they're on the verge, I think, of incorporating the acreage and that would become its own little acreage village and its own town. That West Lake is kaboom. It's just it's taken off out there. And there's reports of bears out there. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is he talking about? Oh, you. You were probably reading some bullshit on TMZ. I love TMZ. I know. Me and Kevin are here talking about bears taking over the acreage. <laughs> I was actually talking about a restaurant, but. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with bears. No, not Just at say all. he said they're going through a lot, and I think, I don't know, being taken over by bears is a lot to deal with, even though it's only one bear. <laughs> you take over Kevin's bit like a bear. Oh, you got, you got a lot of nerve. <laughs> Kevin, I'm going to destroy whatever you're saying. A lot of nerve. <laughs> so apparently people are going off on uh, the Acreage Speaks is the Facebook page. I love community fighting. It's yeah. There's nothing better. And the restaurant updated the drink specials because of how much uh, people were bitching about how their prices were. So they did a drink called Acreage Speaks, and it says it's a strong-minded whiskey, sour citrus, Bitter feelings. <laughs> and that apparently is dedicated to the locals there. Damn. Yeah. And people seem to love it. So they love the uh, attitude they gave. Okay. The level of petty, passive aggressive makes me want to go immediately. Sassy works sometimes. Yeah, it does. Petty yeah. is celebrated on places like TikTok. Mm hmm. A lot of those school board things where people go in, in those meetings, there's a lot of that fighting. It's very entertaining to watch. I, I love watching any kind of a school board fight or any kind of you have a council and they don't know what to do. I'm not talking about the ones where people go up there and try to be funny. When they're really up there to say some shit, it's very entertaining. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, always uh, uh, amusing. In fact, uh, tomorrow, um, we've played them many a times. You know, Chad and JT are those two surfer stoner dudes that yes. always go in front of the city council meetings. They kind of, you know, made a little bit out of it. They parlayed it into a Netflix show, believe it or not. They are going to be at the Palm Beach Improv tomorrow night. Oh, that's cool. I don't know what their comedy would be like, but, you know, they kind of got an act as... Okay. Yeah, they parlayed I watched one episode of their Netflix show, and it's, it's amusing. You know, I Good need to watch them. a little bit more of it. Yeah. So they're out there, there doing the work. Yeah. No doubt about it. So if you want to uh, go see them, that's going to be uh, tomorrow night. Ooh, I also saw, too, Greta Van Fleet is going to be at Hard Rock Live tomorrow night. 
That's that uh, band that uh, ripped off Led Zeppelin. Yes, they sound just like Led exactly Zeppelin. Exactly like Led Zeppelin. And they're like, well, no, no, so we never really heard of Led Zeppelin. Didn't what? even know who they were, man. <laughs> Led what? What's her name? Get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, they've done a great job. It's, it's Honestly, if Led Zeppelin continued and did a new album, that's what Greta Van Fleet well, sounds like. I feel like it's the same thing o Oasis did with the Beatles. Now, I know yeah. Oasis sounds different than the Beatles, but right. they also sound a lot, some kin to the Beatles as well. Well, no doubt. I mean, even one of the biggest uh, lyrics from an Oasis song, Gonna Start a Revolution from My Bed, which is a complete tip of the cap to uh, John Lennon and Yoko Ono. I'm okay which is with it. I'm fine with that. If it sounds good to me and you put your own spin, I'm okay with it. Love that. Those early Oasis albums, fantastic. Greta Van Fleet, fantastic. Just be like, own it. Be like, yeah, man. We're we just, are a Zeppelin cover band. We are picking up and <laughs> taking over where they left we off. We write originals, but make no mistake, we are a Zeppelin cover band. Robert Plant wants nothing to do with Led Zeppelin, so yeah. He really does not want anything to do with it. Now, that would be great for Greta if they got uh, Van Plant or whatever the hell his name It'll is. It'll never happen. He, I, I think he hates Led Zeppelin. <laughs> yeah, no, he don't, he don't want anything to do with it. And you know, in a sense, it, he's like, look, that was I was a different guy then. He's like, it's just, it's not, it doesn't feel right now. Well, he's a solo act now, too, right? Yeah, he does a lot of stuff. I can't remember her name, but he does a lot of, it's almost like folk music now. Working that at he it, does. And it's, it's still good, but it fits his age. You got you also, too, the more people involved, the more people got to go through with your ideas. It just, he's already been to the puppet show and seen the string. He probably just said, you know what, I want to do it on my own now. It's probably F a band. He probably is. Yeah. I just want to be one guy who does what he wants. Well, even, even if you hear about bands having drama, you'll never really hear about all of the drama that happened because you weren't there. It's way more drama than you way know. Way more drama. There's songs Think about, about the snack pack. Well, a lot of their songs <laughs> had to do with uh, like Lord of the Rings kind of stuff and Dungeons and Dragons and Mortar and all that kind of He's like, I'm not in it. Like, I was into that when I was 15. When I was doing drugs and I was a teenager. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> it's just weird for me to sing about that now. It's just not there. Uh, we got uh, Stephen in New Jersey that needs an excuse. He said, my sister is getting married and I was put in the wedding party. The groom and other groomsmen are planning the bachelor party, which was first going to be a local overnight trip. But now it's turned into a trip halfway across the country for five days and four nights. Whoa. I'm excited to be in the wedding. Don't get me wrong. And a quick overnight trip would have been perfect. But I don't know anyone in the wedding party aside from the groom. So I'd feel pretty uncomfortable sharing a small house with them as kind of a third wheel with the groom and all of his close friends. I'm also a completely different personality type than they are. We're all from New Jersey, and they're all the typical loud, outgoing Italian Guido type. Whoa! <laughs> Take the Jersey Shore hey, cast. Oh. While I'm much more laid back and reserved, definitely not the fist-pumping, club-going type compared to them. GTO! Yeah, I don't want to be a party pooper if I decide to go, and I also don't want him to feel like he can't uh, fully have fun knowing his fiance's brother is there, so I need a good reason that won't offer my sister and future brother-in-law for not going. You need to fan. blame this on work. Yeah. You need to set, ha, come up with something at work that you have to do that you can't get out of, that you yeah. cannot be gone. That's a lot of days, oh. especially with guys that you don't click with. Mm -hmm. Uh-uh. The other thing, too, is nowadays a destination wedding is so expensive. Right. Who the fuck can afford to go across the country for a wedding? Also, people who throw destination weddings are assholes. <laughs> it's a bachelor party. Whatever. You know what I mean. Well, I, I think the way it is is that you just can't get butt hurt if... Right. 
if you throw it and it's it costs them thousands to participate, don't be surprised when only 30% of the people show up. You should have zero guilt. The, or you should throw zero guilt at your friends who don't go on anything where you totally. have to travel and spend a lot of money. Mm. Whether it's a bachelor party, destination, wedding, you don't make someone feel guilty if they can't go to that. Your wedding doesn't mean as much to other people as it means to you. No, in fact, yeah. they're very annoyed they're involved in as it. As soon as you realize that and stop thinking your wedding is this important thing to everybody else, you'll be a lot happier. I'm so glad people finally started getting honest about this. Yeah, wedding fucks. Most people don't give a shit about your wedding. They're there because out of obligation. They're mm. there for the open bar. They're there because you. They, they're they trying to be cool and they know they gotta go and the open bar is a bonus. Don't make it too hard for them. No, Nobody goes to a wedding. Oh, cool. Oh, I'm only going for the open bar. They're annoyed they're going to the wedding. Mm. Most people are. Yeah. Aren't you annoyed if you have to go to a wedding? You know, when I was in my early 20s, it was new and it was kind of fun. Like, wow, okay, we drink our faces off and blah, blah, blah. And I'm not the one having to get hitched. So I enjoyed them for about two years. And, but now, uh, though, if you had, let's say you knew you had to go to back to back weekends for two weddings with people you, you like, but they're not necessarily people you like that much but you you still have to go to wouldn't that suck yeah i'm now i'm i'm not i'm not pumped if we've, I got a wedding. we've aged out of that group too where they're like oh my gosh we have a wedding every month like it, hopefully i just feel like people lied back oh you know i love weddings are great because they had to say but <laughs> mm-hmm. i don't know something the, the dam bursted and people are say fuck you weddings yeah i see my kids now they're that age some of their friends are starting to get married and so uh like my oldest son colin he went to a wedding seemed like he enjoyed it and he was kind of enthusiastic about it, but two years that uh, that excitement will wear off. I think if it's a wedding with somebody you really care about, yeah. if, you, if a, like Virginia's wedding was awesome because yeah. I'm close with Virginia, yeah. I just have been to those weddings where you're you're kind of there because you're close to somebody else. Well, you're, you're third removed from the wedding. I'm at the age now where people are on their fourth marriage, so <laughs> there's nothing really exciting, hot, or glamorous about a oh, cool number four. And if you're and your, she's wearing white, look at that. Yeah. And if you're on your fourth marriage, what the fuck are you? Doing? Yeah, right. What is your, Why are you throwing a big party? <laughs> what is your major malfunction when we have to have another party with your bullshit love? <laughs> <laughs> We had had in the Whacked Out News a story about Cielo Farms, a wedding venue in Southwest Ranches in uh, western Broward County. And to get rid of the people, the owner pulled a gun on the bride. and That was a crazy bit yeah, of audio you played. It was insane. Somebody said, yeah, the wedding venue you had in the Whacked Out News story has been getting ready to shut down even before the story came out. Our niece was booked there for her wedding early next year, and she found out that they were closing and had to get her money back. I think she got half back, but they still owe her the other half. Wow. So they apparently are just shady, terrible people. They're a mess. It seems like. Yeah, I mean, the the way they were kicking people out, waving that gun around, it was crazy. Yeah, what the hell? They must be in trouble with the law themselves. Who knows? They're in trouble. There's something layered and bad. They're in trouble with God. (laughs) Uh, Jennifer sent an email. She said, got a question here. If you are in need of a kidney, do you expect your parents and siblings to at least try to see if they are a match? Should they? What if they don't? Would you? The way I look at all this stuff, because I've been down this road before, I don't expect anything from anybody. I just know how I would go play the ball game. Mm -hmm. I would feel guilty as a person in the family that I care about not to try. I would feel guilty if I 
had someone I was close with as a friend, and I did not go out and try. But that's just how I am, and I realize not everyone's built the way I am, and I'm not going to throw shade at anybody who doesn't. I don't understand how you can't get one family member to step up for you. My family's not like that. Right. And it kind of hurts my heart to hear some people don't want to do that for your family, but not everyone wants to lose an organ. Right. And you need to not be mad at them. That's that's a very personal choice. Mm. If someone doesn't want to step up, you just got to keep looking outside the family. And, it, and I understand the human side of it, why you're hurt and why you're upset and why you got ill feelings. Because, yeah, I, I have a big family. And if I needed a kidney and nobody in my family stepped up to even take the test, yeah. yes, as a human, my feelings would be hurt. My spirit would be hurt. Mm-hmm. But deep down, I'd I'd say, look, I can't make someone give a kidney. Stuff like that's in your heart and in your spirit. Yeah. You can't make somebody do that. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. And, uh, yeah, would you? I think any of us uh, here would do that. I definitely would for one of my kids. No definitely. Question. If yeah. any of your shit goes down, we'll do a test. And if y'all can take it, if mine's working, you can have it. You only got one left, bro. Well, I got some livers. I got you some. You can't donate both your kidneys. No, I got, I got a liver. I got He's it. trying to give out his other kidney. No, mm-hmm. I, I can't really can't give my other kidney. If I, <laughs> if I give my kidney, I will be dead. <laughs> <laughs> you will need to do the next bird contest. <laughs> Atoll Vodka is delicious. It's a crisp citrus finish. It's a beautiful vodka that pairs so nicely with so many things. My favorite is like a homemade lemonade, but you could do any kind of fruit juice, any Bloody Mary. You're going to love it. Atoll Vodka. Pick some up today. Give it as a gift. Your guests will be so impressed if you serve it at a party. Atoll Vodka. You can grab it at mashandgrape.com. And uh, here is the email that I referenced earlier on the show when we were talking about uh, parenting and the approaches and how, yeah, you're really not taught how to be a parent, but there really is a lot of things that you could learn. It'd be great to have a parenting class just for nothing else. Like I was talking earlier on the regular show, just watching my wife and how she interacts with uh, her students that are three and four and young kids. And it's kind of interesting how she poses stuff and has the kids kind of work through it. It's There's not yelling, there's not spanking, there's not just straight timeouts and all that kind of stuff. It's a lot of using our words and having the kids and redirecting them and having them kind of burn through their emotions because sometimes when a kid is in the middle of it, man, that's not the time to talk to them. Yeah, they're melting down. (laughs) Yeah, let them go and work through it, and then there's a time here in a minute where you can talk to them. But uh, this uh, anonymous email says, I was listening to the show, the topic of how we as adults are aging out of earth. I do agree. I'm totally aging out of earth. This is what I believe is happening. The parents of the 40s, 50s, and 60s were raised through very difficult times. Parents were harsh and disciplining, and sometimes the patriarch was struggling to provide for their families. Now, we as children of the 70s, 80s, and 90s vowed that when we became parents, we would not raise our children to be as deprived and cheerless as they were. And thus the decline of our society begins. Every generation thereafter swears they're going to raise their children softer and kinder than their parents before them. Rules and discipline should be a permanent staple in the fiber of families, not letting children do whatever they want, whatever they want. The world is melting down. There have been 99 mass shootings as of February 2023. The proof is in the pudding. Sorry for the harsh reality check. Love you guys and stay safe. Fuck. Uh huh. (laughs) Bummer. Depressing. (laughs) There you go. Thanks. Well, thank you for not reading that on Friday, at least. Yeah, you're right. That's a a Tuesday vibe. I see what they're saying, though. There there needs to be a happy 
they're right. You need some form of, of rules and regulation and discipline. If not, everyone's going to run roughshod over everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? No, absolutely. But uh, you also don't want to be a joyless dick either and, and raise kids to be all cold and not yeah. loving either. Uh, the one that I see is that um, the birth rate keeps dropping, I think, down 4%. And there are some people that are kind of becoming alarmed <laughs> By that, you might think that, hey, we already got enough people on planet Earth. Yeah, but people keep dying off. And to maintain the population, there's a certain birth rate that they look at that they feel good about. And some people who follow this stuff apparently are slightly alarmed uh, by it. You know, ultimately for me, I, I think it's great when people who shouldn't be bringing kids in this world are not bringing kids into this world. And maybe we're getting a little bit uh, more refined uh, with that. But there are some people, and I'm not really sure exactly why, but they are alarmed by the drop in the birth rate. And there's people on social media that have done little videos to explain why they think, you know, that's going on. And, of mm. course, it turns into a big fucking social fight on, on social media. Mm. It, it, you know, they talked about a lot of lot of issues going on and why people don't want to have kids and bring them into the world and yeah. what what uh, the, the marriage is like in the modern day time and yeah. how it's changed. And I think everybody used to have kids back in the day and now people just are smarter and they realize I don't have to get married and have two kids. Like, I can do whatever I want. And yeah, if you want to get married and have two kids, do it. But there's other options. That's not the only path. Well, when I was little, the whole the whole thing of get, get married, have kids, get that strong career. Got to be, that was such a big. It was even as a little kid, it was, it was beaten into my head. Mm. And something did start to change in society where marriage started started to not be as popular, and yeah. people were starting to say, "Fuck this." this is, this mm. is insane because you realize a lot of people married each other that hated each other. Right. Mm. And I don't know if you've ever lived in a house where two people hate each other while they're raising kids. Awful. It's not the best environment for anybody. Yeah. I don't understand the alarm. But to me, I, I, I feel like we are getting in a better place. I agree. I think if more people thought about it and really waited a little bit and decided to have kids when they felt ready and, and mm. more mature and more grounded and more like sow your wild oats. Have some fun when you're young. I, I, yeah, I, but I do think parents still need to raise their kids. And in my personal opinion, I know it all have kids and I know I'm sure Kevin's going to get a billion emails about this. I think too many parents throw the fucking computer and phone at their kid and they're raised by technology. Mm -hmm. I just, I see it all the time. Yeah. So to me, hey, look, if you don't want to put in the time and effort to do it, I think it's good. The only downside that I can see is that if you have a large surplus of an older population and you're not replenishing the younger population, at some point, a lot of older adults need care. And if there's no one to take care of them, then what do you do? I guess you just put them in a room and let them shit all over themselves and i'm going on record right now uh, when you guys get old as fuck and you can't take care of yourselves i will be there to help you but i'll probably be dead okay <laughs> thank you <laughs> big help but if i am around baby i want to help yeah. out that's good so, to know. I'll call out your name when I'm shitting myself, but you yeah. won't answer because you're dead. <laughs> I'll be so pumped to be dead if that's where we're going with this. Jay Bird, I just shit myself. Yeah. Big, whew, Wouldn't I'm that dead. be something? Everybody in our personal life dies, but us, us, th us five stay. For some reason, we all stay alive. Wow. We continue to do the show, right? 
Turns out, do it, bitch, keeps you alive. We're nine. Imagine being ninety three. Kevin going, all right, do it, bitch. Coming off it after this. I ain't prepping for shit. <laughs> you should. No. We're gonna wing it. There's yeah. gotta be an age where you say, "Fuck it, no more prep." Kevin, the life at that point should be just wing it and nap. Wing yeah, it, baby. That's it. Yeah, wing don't, it don't and sting it. Don't expect much. Don't expect much. Uh, Jay Bellamy sent in a photo. I want to show Bird his new Bigfoot shirt that he got. Uh, and it's uh, Bigfoot carrying a surfboard. Nice little sunshine in the background. I love it, and I have it. Okay. Oh. Yeah. We could be you, twinsies. You can't hit this man with a new Bigfoot nah. shirt. He's got all the Bigfoot shirts. I wasn't trying to take away his shine. I was actually trying to build a bridge nah, there. Yeah. fuck that guy. You already have that no, shirt. No, fuck that guy. That guy's nice. Don't be a dick to the nice people. I'm just <laughs> kidding. Be, be a dick to the dicks. There's plenty of them, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I know you are. <laughs> Love to see your new Bigfoot shirts. Yes, always. Send them to us. <laughs> oh, Virginia feels bad now. I do feel bad. I was so happy in that picture. He was lovely. Shitting all over his Bigfoot shirt. It's a great shirt. All right, mail at kbjshow.com. Y'all have a great day. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.